Welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar. If you're eager to gain clarity, speak with unwavering confidence, and liberate those inner voices, you're in the perfect spot. My mission here is to empower you to break free, find fulfillment, and ignite your passion. You ready? It's time to say it out loud. I've put together a guide of my top 10 tested and proven to work practical strategies and habits to help bright women like you say no, set your boundaries right, live confidently, and build healthy relationships, starting with the relationship you have with yourself. This is a self-paced guide, and I can't wait for you to dig into it so you can start becoming your most confident self because she's in there waiting for you. Head to the link in my show notes or go to vasavikumar.com forward slash guide and grab it today. Welcome back to another episode of the Say It Out Loud podcast. This is my first solo podcast of the year, um, and I'm going to be delivering more solo podcasts, solo casts, from now until the release of my book, May 16th, 2023, Say It Out Loud, which is being published by New World Library, will be out. And I cannot even begin to actually share what this process is like, but I'm going to try. And that's really my intention over the course of the next, what, oh my God, four months, um, share the behind the scenes, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, And I know, you know, I'm not an advocate of saying good and bad, but you know what? I just want to strip away all these uh, judgments that we have and just allow ourselves, I'm going to allow myself to speak freely on my podcast. I realized how much of myself I censored Um, the part of me that just wanted to be able to just say things like good, bad, and ugly. And then there's this other part of me monitoring how I'm saying it. And I appreciate how intentional I am. I appreciate that mindfulness, but what I don't want to do is, um, limit my expression. Okay. I want to share things in a way that just feels very genuine for me. So yes, I'm going to be sharing the behind the scenes of this book launch. I think it's very easy to watch somebody accomplish things and be like, What's their secret? Or they must have something I don't have. And that's why I think it's my my responsibility. I do believe I have a responsibility to reveal the truth about what comes up as you're putting something huge out into the world. Um, I want to share two things today on today's solo episode. The first is, well, this is, you know, starting off with the behind the scenes. The first is, you know, I've openly shared about my diagnosis with bipolar disorder. I was diagnosed when I was 19, 19, 20, you know, 19 or 20 years old. And that's, so that's like, I don't remember the exact age, 19, I think it was 19. So 21 years ago. And, um, yeah, I have been on and off meds. I've had a love hate relationship with lithium, Lamictal, bunch of stuff, bunch of a cocktail of meds over the course of 21 years. Um, most recently I've been off medication for three years. So I've really been able to create a lifestyle that supports the diagnosis that I was given, which is bipolar disorder. But the thing that I really came to terms with, especially at this last month of the year, the December, I realized that this part of my brain, let's call it the bipolar part of my brain, um, is really calling for my attention. And the way that I know that that, that diagnosis, that the bipolar part of my brain, uh, which I also refer to as the very abandoned part of myself, because that's what it's been speaking to me. It's been saying that you're leaving me behind. You're not, you know, you're not addressing how hard it is for me. There's a very deep abandonment wound that is coming up for me. 
as I launch my book. And I'm so grateful for all of it. I really am because now is the time. It's coming to the surface. It's now my time to address it. And so with that being said, you know, I spoke about it with my sister and, um, you know, she's such a safe space for me to talk to. And I let her know, you know, I, I just, I feel like I'm, I'm feeling manic. You know, it's, it shows up in the form of irritability. It shows up in the form of just kind of really feeling like everyone's out to get me. And that's not my real self. And I know that. So I made an appointment with um, a, a psychiatrist that I've been to in the past, Roots Psychiatrist. And um, Roots Behavioral Health, they're a holistic psychiatry and they also do Western medicine. So I've made an appointment with them going to be going to see them next week, already starting to feel better. Because what I realized is I can do a lot. I can do a lot. I can, I can function at a very high level with this chemical makeup that I have, this mind that I have. And the thing that I had to get real with myself is that it's been hard. It's been really hard. I don't want to do hard anymore. I really don't. I don't want to do hard anymore. I don't want to feel like if I get back on lithium that I'm somehow weak, that I've succumbed to Western medicine. These are all things that come up. People can have their opinions, but I'm here to say that this is a personal choice. So that's what I really wanted to be transparent about. And I, you know, most people don't know this, but I learned how to deal with my thoughts in my head and hold space for the thoughts in my head and the voices in my head. And sometimes they're a lot faster speaking than the others and they're louder than the others but that's really what my book is about is how to talk to all those thoughts or voices in your head it's really about changing the conversation the inner conversation that's how i learned how to deal with my mania and 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 even in my in my depression and my anxiety you know every single part of us wants to be heard we have different age ranges living inside of us, right? We may have this grown adult body, but there are so many different parts of us. And um, 20 years ago, when I was given this diagnosis, it really set forth, you know, this path, which is like, well, if you're going to diagnose me with a mental illness, I'm going to get healthy, you know? And the way that I learned how to get healthy in my mind was to understand it and to have conversations with it. I used to see my dad talking out loud, and I think that's, he normalized it for me. Um, so that's really something I wanted to share today. And the reason why I'm sharing it is because I think a lot of times we believe, and I know I have, I have to be completely perfect and okay in order for me to launch that thing. I have to be whole and complete in order for me. I have to be whole and complete in order for me to launch that thing. Um, I had to get up and just change my, I think the camera stopped recording. Hold on one second. One second. Hold on. So, yes, I'm back now. Sorry about that. See, I've, I've even changed up the format of this podcast. I decided I didn't want to stress myself out. So I'm actually sitting here uh, in my office in a chair that I've set up against my background. If you want to see some of the clips from this episode, you can just, you know, go on my social media. My name is Vasavi. So that's one of the things, y'all, that I wanted to share with you. If you've been a loyal listener to the Say It Out Loud podcast, she's going back on meds. Well, we'll see because I'm meeting with the doctor next week. We'll see what the doctor says. I'm working with my therapist and my psychiatrist. And I realize a very, um, there's a part of me that really just is, is, is very excited to, to receive the support. Uh, whatever that looks like, whether it's medication, whether it's, you know, whatever they, whatever they recommend. And I work with together with them, you know, uh, as a, 
as a patient, if you want to say, I'm a very educated patient. I don't just do what the doctor tells me. I'll always ask and I'll always share what I'm up to. I think we need to be advocates for our own health, our mind, our bodies, our spirits. So any questions that you may have if you're on your own mental health journey. Um, I also want to say that I'm really, I don't like using the word mental illness. And so I'm really trying to find another way. I'm going to say, you know, I was diagnosed with a mental illness. And I say that in air quotes because I don't actually think I'm ill. I want to make that very clear. I know I've used the term mental illness. That's what was told to me. And I thought for so long that I was ill. What I'm really trying to do even within myself is reframe the conversation. I really don't like saying mentally ill because I firsthand have lived with the illness. And I think I'm one of the healthiest people that I know. And I know that because of how I feel when I'm in my own company. That's how I know that I'm healthy. Because when I'm in my presence, I'm not on eggshells. I feel safe. I feel calm. I trust myself. I love myself. I'm soft with myself. So for anyone who's has been diagnosed with the illness, and I keep saying that in air quotes because I want to be an advocate to for, for destigmatizing what it means to live with an illness. I think it's normal human emotions. Some people feel it bigger longer, more frequent than others. Some people may need to tap in more because they don't feel much. Some people may need to learn how to express these emotions. Some people may need to learn how to regulate so that they feel calm within themselves. It's all up to you. I'm not, tell- I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna tell anyone what to do anymore. You know why? Because 21 years being diagnosed, on and off being on medication, in and out of rehab, I'm coming back at the age of 40, I have this huge milestone in front of me and I'm like, shit, my, my mind hurts. This hurts. I, it's too much. Like, And that's what I want to share, how hard it's been. I do want to share how hard it's been. I don't want to act like everything is all packaged in a bow. It's It's been rough. Um, it's been rough. But I have friends. I have family. I have excellent self-talk. That is my number one in order. I have a relationship with my higher power. Self-talk. That's what my book is about. It'll be out very soon for pre-order. And um, you can get on the wait list at vasavikumar.com forward slash book. Yeah, I have excellent self-talk. I have a relationship with God. I have a relationship, you know, with myself more than anything. And I trust myself. And my self-talk is, is pretty damn good. And I know how to bounce back when I'm not kind to myself. We got to learn how to repair our relationship with ourselves first and foremost. I don't even like, I, I can't repair anything with anybody else if I don't feel good within, you know, I got to get right with myself first. So that's the first thing that I wanted to share my bipolar diagnosis. I'm open to any questions. You can email me, um, find me on Instagram. Um, yeah. And I really just am excited to share this book with y'all. It is, it's not a book about bipolar disorder. It informs the reader that I've had it, but it's for you. I wrote this book for my reader. I'm teaching you exactly how to talk to yourself. I'm giving you scripts because guess what? We were not taught how to talk to our, we were not taught how to talk to ourselves kindly. And I learned, I had to learn because otherwise my mind was going to attack me. And I saw at a very early age, what would happen if we let our mind take, take over. My uncle killed himself. He hung himself from a fan. I saw the, at 10 years old, the power of our mind. I didn't want to be like my uncle. I wrote this book for anyone who's suffering in silence, who may even be considering taking their own life, that you don't have to die. You can live again, you know? And I also know that sometimes 
it feels like the only way. So there's that. Let me just make sure my video is still recording. I keep getting paranoid. Awesome, it's still recording. Okay, thanks y'all for being patient. Second thing that I wanted to share was the, the one of the, so second thing that I wanted to share is, is just the beginning of these behind the scenes of what's going on during the book launch. Uh, a certain wound of mine has been surfacing as I reach out to my colleagues and my connections and my friends to get on their podcasts. I've booked some pretty big podcasts through my connections and relationships. But one of the biggest wounds that's coming up for me is my um, one of the biggest wounds that's coming up for me during my book launch is my relevancy wound. It, there, it's a wound that is extremely deep and 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 it's it's been lodged in me for 40 years. I let's say like maybe 36 years. Right. I don't know if I felt that at the age of two or three, but I definitely felt it at four. I'm not relevant enough. And then when I was in an all white school, pretty much predominantly all white school, I'm not white enough. Right. So then being Indian wasn't relevant. I'm not smart enough. I'm not as obedient as my sister. My mom would always say my sister's obedient and I'm this, you know, reckless child. You know, a lot of my wounds are coming up during this book launch. Oh, you don't give a shit about me. You don't care to support me. Oh, I'm not big enough for you. I'm not white enough for you. You know, I don't have a big enough following for you. Oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not as well dressed as all my stuff. And it's not even from this 40 year old boss. This is like 16, 17, 18. Like it's beautiful though. I don't even want to act like I'm not enjoying this process. It's hard. And thank God this shit is coming to the surface now because we're just getting started. And these wounds, insecurity wounds, relevancy wounds, I'm not good enough for you. I'm not big enough for you. That's the shit that slows us down. It slowed me down. Because it's like, I'm not going to reach out to this person. They're too big. Oh, it's just going to get lost in the shuffle. Oh, who do I think I am? But you know what? This past week I sat down. I wrote out a brand new media pitch. Let me tell you something. When you actually start to put your accomplishments on paper, you're like, holy shit. You know, but it's not about the external accomplishments. It's feeling relevant to yourself. Aside from being on a podcast, aside from getting somebody's endorsement. I don't need your endorsement. If I haven't endorsed myself, like you get what I'm saying? This is the internal conversation we need to be having. What's so great about getting a big name endorsement when I don't even endorse myself and I don't even feel good about myself. So I'm in it for the inner and outer game. So that's what I care about during the launch of my book because I want to enjoy this process. I was talking to a good friend of mine, Allison Charles, and she shared during the process of her book, she wanted to enjoy the process. I could not agree with her more. It's like birthing a baby. I want to be, if, if I were to ever have a kid, and right now I have no intention of having kids, I want to be that mom who wears her cute yoga pants and walks around with a little bralette, little hat and her belly hanging out. I want to be, I want to feel flowy in my pregnancy if I were to have a baby, but I'm not having a baby, but I'm birthing a book. And for me, I want to enjoy the process. And through enjoying the process and softening into myself and being kind and sharing what's going on, a relevancy wound is here needing my attention. So what am I doing? I'm being extra kind to myself. I'm really hearing what that relevancy wound part of me, that relevancy part of me is saying. And I'm really creating the vibe and the environment in my house to help that part of me feel like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not relevant. You don't pay attention to me. You don't care. I'm giving it its attention. And you know what? Last night I made a beautiful dinner. One of the things I'm calling into my life is love. And so I made myself a romantic dinner. I asked Alexa to play some romantic music. I lit some candles. 
I made a nice spaghetti. I made a beautiful salad. I was really calm throughout the whole process. I just enjoyed it. And I really was with myself. My phone was upstairs. I was completely disconnected from outside world and connected with myself. So those are the little things that we may not think actually make a difference, but they do. Make yourself relevant in every moment. What is what is feeling relevant to yourself look like, sound like, feel like? So that's where we're at. That's what I got to share today. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to email me, message me on my Instagram. Make sure you get on my book list, say it out loud. From now until March, you're going to be hearing from me. Now until May, my, my bad. You're going to be hearing from me now until May. Get on my book wait list or just be, keep listening to the podcast or follow me on Instagram because I'll be sharing when you can actually pre-order the book, say it out loud. I'm so excited. Thank you all for listening to Say It Out Loud podcast. I think this might be the most relaxed episode I've ever recorded because I'm just I'm just speaking what's up for me and I'm not so concerned about tying it to a lesson um, I'm just hoping that in sharing it it's valuable for you I feel like I'm in therapy right now that's what I, I mean this is <laughs> this is normal for me but I'm just speaking into the camera I'm speaking into the microphone and I want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode of the say it out loud podcast thank you so much you'll hear from me soon. (laughs) I couldn't even say that. I was going to say next week, but I don't know if I'm going to drop an episode next week. Maybe. All right. I'll see you guys soon. Bye guys. Love you. If you love today's episode, then say it out loud. Subscribe, leave a review, and come say hi over on Instagram at my name is Vasavi. Until next time, say it out loud.